getting into the drama world, mm-hmm. what would you recommend right now for just someone getting in, trying to figure everything out, but doesn't necessarily want to have one of these experiences of spending a thousand something dollars for the top of the line? I would recommend the... back to the B&E project where we're here to help you break and enter into the creative world by discussing the latest tech and topics of 2019 drones I love drones I love drones you can't make a video nowadays without the epic drone shot flying over the trees you can't even be a real estate agent anymore without having a drone pilot in your back pocket you sure you feel like every uh creator should have a drone i think every creator should have a drone or at least know somebody who they can get a drone shot from um i myself am a drone enthusiast um and i i love i only have one i've only ever bought one um only needed one and and knock on wood that I don't wreck it because I don't want to lose it. But, you know, I enjoyed it. Or I've, I've enjoyed every second of it. Everywhere I've taken it, I've, I've been able to get, you know, just epic footage. Um, you know, you can cruise over the ocean. You can get through those tree shots. And, you know, worst case scenario, if I don't want to fly it, I can always put it on the little gimbal and carry it around or put it on a little tripod and carry it around and it's it got its own gimbal built into it okay. so i think every creator should at least have a drone or have somebody who can fly a drone for them to get the shot well, that's a good point so for people in drones so you're saying for a whole different angle of content creation you think uh, drones are one of the things that um, can enhance your uh, field of view, I guess, when it comes to um, photography, videography, just content making in general. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's it's something you have to have because um, definitely you can be a photographer without a drone. Um, you can be a videographer without a drone, um, but it is something that is an extra skill set to put in your back pocket because let's doing a a wedding uh videography um shooting somebody's wedding is all fine and great you can get the smooth gimbal shots you can you know interview them you can videotape them coming down the the line but you know the drone to me is like just putting just a little bit of icing on the cake maybe maybe even the cherry on top um it's not required it just it just adds that extra bang yeah extra flair to your to your videos or photography um i mean like i said wedding photography you can get everybody outside and take a aerial picture of everybody together at the venue um maybe able to get a far off picture of the bride and groom driving away whatever um videotape their car running off with the drone uh, there's just tons of things you can do with it uh, and so, uh, question for that, because I've actually been thinking about getting a drone for 
a little bit of time. Um, what's if you can uh, share a little bit of your experience? What's your experience um, with drones? And you know, is there licensing? Are there certain zones and like rules that you have to follow with them? Yeah. So let's say that somebody's you know listening to us today and they're thinking, should I get a drone? You know, they saw the title. You know, buy a drone or not buy a drone. Um, so what I would tell you is is do your research because you can as a hobbyist um, unless the rules have changed recently you can as a hobbyist fly the drone wherever you want as long as it's not within restricted airspaces and they're so smart now that when you open your your drone app um, or at least we'll go ahead and name drop I use DJI DJI I have a DJI Mavic Pro um, first generation uh, I haven't needed anything else, although I've dreamed about all of them. We'll get into that later. But so with the DJI apps, and I can only assume that they're they're about the same with everything else. Uh, you open the DJI app, and it'll tell you on the screen if you're in a caution area, if you're in a no-fly zone area, if you're in an event area, um, or if you're just within an area that you have to just be cautious. And it's it, they've made it super easy for us drone pilots to follow the rules and stay out of airspaces um, because that's the biggest concern right now is that, you know, you Harrison go buy a drone and before you do any research, you uh, fire that sucker up and take it up a thousand feet in the air and uh, Jerry Jones's helicopter comes over and, and breaks it. Um, good old Jerry. So... You know, they, they've put a lot of the restrictions on those to where you, you have to unlock them and educate yourself on what you're doing before you can take it up and get going. Okay. I forgot what your question was, but I hope that answered it. Well, yeah, no, just licenses and, you know, things yeah. that you have to do. And yeah, let me let me go back to that before I forget the license. Um, you can get the drone license. I do believe as of today it's only required if you're going to monetize your drone skills, um, which means for everybody listening that... If I just want to fly around and take photos and post them on Instagram, nobody cares. Just make sure I'm following the rules. You know, don't don't fly above 400 feet. Make sure you're always within um, line of sight of your drone. Um, never fly above crowds unless they're notified. Don't fly over any event areas and don't go into any restricted airspace. And you can't fly after daylight. So uh, with the drone license, you can now monetize your your videos or uh photography um so you could sell it to the weddings and and all that other good stuff the businesses okay so if you were somebody that was a real estate photographer for instance it's it's something that you would probably heavily at this point in 2019 invest in because mm -hmm. everybody wants that <coughs> shot of their complete house right mm -hmm. for social media or just being able to look at uh different ways of doing things i think i think that's one of the biggest things for me in looking at why i would possibly want to drone is just you know being able to get different footage of an event but also um and you know it gives everything more of a world view but one of the things that i've even uh, thought about in watching some of your videos of like uh you and your wife is like certain modes that the drones have or like they can follow you, yeah. You know, map onto a subject. Can you speak about some of the? Uh... Yeah, so so some of the drones that come standard with the with the DJI drone um, 
is and and they're updating these on the frequent so these these may not be relevant by the time the the video comes out but as of now some of the ones that they have available are um you know the tracking mode's the biggest one let's say you want to do a scene where a car is driving down the road and you want to track it but you're not you know quite skilled enough to move the camera and move the drone at the same time well they've made it easy you just draw a box around the car on your on your screen that you're looking through hit go tell it how fast you want it to chase it and it'll chase it down the road um, until it loses signal i guess they also have some other shots that'll do uh, like a rocket shot it it shoots uh, straight up in the air so you can draw a box around a subject whether it be a person a place um, and tell it to go and you can tell it how far how fast you want it to shoot straight up so you know if you're laying in a field of flowers and you want to get that that rocket shot straight up you can draw a box around the person hit go bam you got a good little video shooting up um, they've got some other ones that are you know do a circle around the the subject or place my favorite feature is the set wave points and what that means is that you can go out and let's say you know your drone's going to need to go a certain route in order to catch the footage or uh, pictures that it needs to catch so what you can do beforehand is go out and let's take a baseball field okay. let's say you already know you're going to want to do a video of the drone chasing a person around first, second, third, fourth, or first, second, third home base. So what you do is go out beforehand and you'd click the waypoint and you'd go to home base, push start, go to first base, set it as the first waypoint, second base, second waypoint, third base, and home, so on and so on. And then whenever it was time to do it, you could go out there and tell the, the person to start going and hit those waypoints. And DJI's app will automatically know to tell that drone to go back to that GPS mark of first base, second base, third base. And all you have to do is control the camera and how fast you want it to be going. So it takes all the legwork out of it, does it super easy. So, I mean, it's, it, they, they just, and they're coming out with new stuff every day um, for these drones. Another feature that they came out with was, um, I don't remember the, the the actual name of it, but it's it's a feature that spots planes that are flying up in the sky. So what this means is that if you're out at the lake and you're flying your drone and you're, you know you're in a clear area and you're cruising around the lake at 300 feet and uh, another plane's coming by, well, that plane is going to show up on your app and it's going to tell you where it's at, what direction, how high it is. And so that way you, as the smaller vehicle, can take a, um, or you as the un unmanned vehicle, can take certain precautions to stay out of the way of that airplane. So I, I think that's a really cool thing, and I applaud DJI for coming out with those kind of um, applications to these drones. So no, that's, that's actually a really great safety feature. It seems like a DJI, and one of the things about drones is it quite possibly could be more of a future-proof investment too for a few years where it seems like certain companies are coming out with the hardware for the drones mm -hmm. and then updating the software as well so you're not going to get something that's obsolete so I yeah I, I can kind of speak to that a little bit you know I've, I've had my drone it was the first Mavic drone that came out um, and uh, you know I got it I don't know not even a year after they had released it um, you know, I, I went straight in and, and bought it with the fly more package. It came with extra batteries and all that good stuff. 
And here we are, what, the Mavic's been out for three years? Something like that. So, it's still relevant. Still takes great uh, pictures and, and video. And they they do, they update the, the software on these things once every couple months. You're getting an update out for them. So, they, they keep it up to date all the time. So, yeah, that's one of the great things about... Uh, DJI and some of these other companies that's coming out with uh, these new pieces of tech and ways to see and, and uh, film content is not only is the hardware great uh, and the build quality of some of these uh, um, piece of, pieces of equipment that we have to use, mm -hmm. but the software is being updated. You know, and uh, you were just speaking about the update um, that they're doing with uh, the safety features and stuff. And I mean, that's that's something that's uh, pretty incredible that companies would take into account. So it seems like drone safety is one of the uh, things that's high on the list. Uh, one of the next things too that I'm wondering with, so with drones being high, and I know you talked about drones and, and uh, your Mavic Pro and you have the uh, uh, Mavic Pro uh, package, but with them being able to fly um, at a certain time, is there a certain type of time of day that's better to fly them? Are there ND filters for them as well? Yeah, so, you know, obviously you can, you can find companies that make ND filters. Um, I believe, um, what is their names? Filter Pro, I'll, I'll look it up. I'm actually, I don't know if you can look up the ND filter brand. There, there's some companies that... Uh, that make pretty good ND filters for them. And the same rules pretty much kind of apply that you would for normal normal photography or videography. I mean, you want to try to catch that, that golden hour feel or that that blue light in the morning. Um, you know, if you can if you can get the softer the light, obviously the better the photos. Um, one thing that that you have to take in consideration is, you know, if you're going to try to shoot and it's really harsh light outside, um, just like a camera, you're going to have to put ND filters on it. But there is no, you know, adjustable uh, variable ND filter that you can put on a drone. You're just going to have to pick, you know, hey, it's it's one o'clock in the afternoon and the sun, no clouds in sight. You know, I'm, I'm going to want to put a, an N32 on this thing and, and try to... Uh, bring the bring the shutter speed or the exposure down as much as possible but yeah no and they they uh, did you get the name of that uh one of them's polar pro polar pro that's it polar pro is like the the top top brands that i've heard of for for getting nd filters that's who who i've bought mine from um you know sitting sponsored or anything by dji or polar pro um but it, they're just who we use so um, it's who I can speak to the best and in the polar pro ones have always worked great. They come pre-fitted There's no it's not like a janky looking setup. I mean it, it fastens very well to your drone camera um, And for you know the new drones that have come out The the Mavic 2 and the inspires and stuff, you know, they make pretty good filter pros or fil uh, ND filters for those as well um, one thing I can say is That nighttime photos have been really tricky for me. Oh, yeah and, and the reason why is uh, you have to imagine 
you know we've all seen like the the pictures of the highways with the cars running back and forth you know I've, I've tried to capture a few of those myself and to get the camera the drone up there um if i was to fly it at night this is the way i would imagine it would go down since you're not supposed to fly them at night but i would imagine that if you got the drone up there you would have to lower your exposure down just like you would in a regular nighttime photo mm -hmm. so the problem with that is that shutter staying open longer like we talked about in our last episode can cause or in the the episode of the camera settings um, can cause a bunch of uh, motion blur in your photo so those drones don't sit still very well yeah. the the pit the gimbals work great and they look like they're very smooth but the actual drone you know mo has a little bit of movement in it so when you try to do those long exposure pictures at night to capture those photos, if, the, if it's any kind of windy, it makes it really hard to get that crisp, clean picture. Mm. But if you can catch it on the perfect night, then you know, you're, you'll get a good picture with it. Okay. So we also have to take into account with, with drone footage, what time of day you're shooting, if you have filters, if you don't have filters. Mm -hmm. Also too, drone footage can be shot in log, right? I think Cert 1's up. They do. They, they, um, I don't know if they've come out with a recent update, but my current update on my drone, I do have a C log on mine. They got a D log and, um, they've got a couple other profiles that you can shoot in. I, I prefer shooting in the D log. Okay. Um, it just, it just works well with the program and everything that I use. Um, but that, that's something you can definitely play around with and you can set your, your own color tones on these. So there, it's very much the DJI drones are very much so like a, DSLR camera with wings. I mean, it, that's just the way to put it. A little smaller sensor, but um, the, the, it's comparable to it. The video quality is great. It's got good options um, and constant updates. It just don't don't fly them in the water. Oh, and, and you know that's that's another thing too in safety and being awareness. You know, I've heard stories, and I, I'm sure you have, of people losing drones or. Um, <coughs> flying man let me or... yeah let me tell you if you want to see some funny videos just like go google um or youtube like you know guy loses drone over boat and there are so many people because so the dji version uh, the dji drones have a return to home feature now, I don't know how all the other drones do it. I'm assuming they have some sort of return to home feature. But with the DJI drones, whenever you take off with them, they take a uh, they capture the GPS of where they took off at. So, you know, if, if they took off from this table and it, we go flying off over the neighborhood over here yeah. and and we lose signal, whether it be it went too far or, you know, the remote died or whatever... As soon as that drone and remote stop talking to each other, that drone goes, time to go back home. And it remembers where it came from, and it, it'll land within a foot or so where it took off. So, you know, these guys who, like, go out on the water and they'll be on a boat, they'll take off with the drone. The drone remembers that GPS location, not the boat, it just the location. And so they'll drift, you know, 10, 15 feet with the current, and something will happen, and they'll hit the return to home feature. And that sucker will start coming back home. And then it'll, they'll realize as it's coming home that, oh no, it's going to land over there. And so you'll see these guys like either trying to get the boat over there to it before it goes into the water or they'll straight up jump out of the boat and start swimming. And like nine times out of ten, they'll get right within like finger grasp of touching the drone and then it just bloop 
right into the water. Oh, man. Yeah, it's great. And that, that, you know, that's, I think, uh, a big thing for drones is we're wrapping up right now. It, just drone safety and things like that, because these things aren't cheap, you know? Um, one of the things that I'm looking at is probably one of the top of the line drones uh, that's out right now with the DJI Mavic 2 Pro drone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's priced at you know, $1,500 right now. So if you're, you know, imagining for some people, right, these guys are on their boats and they're diving like this. Oh, yeah. And it's literally like money going into the ground or people that drive drones, you know, too close to the building and something happens. If I'm looking at the, uh, uh, what is it, DJI Mavic Air, that mm-hmm. one's uh, right now on Amazon for $734.50. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if something like that happens to that drone, that's how much that costs. For your drone, however much it cost you, that's that's how much that you're looking at. Like, mm-hmm. man, I just lost this money. I just lost seven hundred to a thousand dollars. Yeah, well, I think I think the one that I got when I got it was like fourteen hundred with the package and everything, and that was with the protection plan and all that good stuff. But and I think uh, you're talking about you know watching money jump into the water. I believe, or, or at least my protection plan was, it covered anything and everything that could happen to it. Except water. Uh, <laughs> They're like, you crashing into a tree? We got you covered. You back over it with a car? Got you covered. Dog chews it up? We'll replace it. You drop it in the pond? You out of luck. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah. Buying another one. Because yeah. I guess, you know, that's where you're going to get that. I mean, that's where I've gotten my best images, for some reason, have been a mile out off the shore of, of whatever coast I'm on. Yeah. Um, and you, you just... There's just a lot of things can go wrong that you don't think about out there. Yeah, yeah and that's, you know, I, I think for me, right, it's a it's a cautionary tale, right? Because with every piece of equipment, like with lenses and cameras and, you know, uh, interchangeable lenses and taking those off and, uh, you know, uh, video cameras and the way that you set things up, things are bound to fall or fail or crashes. You don't want to add, I believe, the human element error to that in our own so you know a uh, question right now is so for me and you're giving me uh advice on um getting into the drone world mm-hmm. what would you recommend right now for just someone getting in trying to figure everything out but doesn't necessarily want to have one of these experiences of spending a thousand something dollars for the top of the line so are you are you thinking about photography videography both yeah. uh, a little bit of both hybrid shooting L- lots of selfies like absolutely absolutely uh, all the above take pictures of it. <clears throat> so the way the way that i would gauge it for people starting out um if you know nothing about drones and you're scared to fly them and you just want something to take pictures of you on the swing set or sitting off the dock or you just need a mobile selfie, something that that can you can throw it up, take a selfie of you for lifestyle photos, and then pack it back up and leave. I would recommend the DJI Spark. Okay. It it's it's very small, compact. It's got a decent camera on it. Is it Spark or Air? They change uh, it. Spark. Spark. Yes. So DJI Spark. Um, it, it should be fairly cheap used now. And the, the best feature about it that I've always enjoyed was the, you can control it with your hand motions. So you can get it up and get it going and literally 
like Jedi that sucker in front of you and like take a picture with it and then bring it back and land it. So if that's the kind of thing you're looking for, that would be what I'd recommend there. If you're going to use it for um, a little bit more IG, taking pictures of other people, getting that epic off the cliff shot, tracking somebody down the beach, whatever, you, you need a little more cinematic out of it, then I would go with the original DJI Mavic Pro. Okay. And the reason why I say this is because, one, it's cheaper now, and two, it's it's really simple to learn and the best one you can probably learn how to fly. And if you mess it up, you didn't dump $1,200 down the drain. So you could probably find the DJI Pro on Facebook or your, your local shopping social platform for just a couple hundred dollars. People are trying to get rid of them. And, and they usually come with some extra accessories that you'd be paying out the wazoo if you were to buy brand new right now. Um, and then, of course, if you had the money, I would advise to get the, the DJI Mavic Pro 2 with the Hasselblad camera because it's got the better sensor and, and the other one, the other version just has a zoom and that's really kind of pointless after a while. And then if you just have like an unlimited budget and you, or a very big budget for a film and you're going to be doing, you know, very cinematic stuff with scripts and actors and I don't know, I would go for the, uh, one of the inspires Okay. because they're, they're better controlled. You can actually work them with two people. Um, somebody can fly the drone while the other one controls the camera. Um, I've even seen them outfitted with multiple cameras on them. So yeah, you can have one that's got like an infrared camera on it. And the other one's got, you know, regular camera. Yeah, they get pretty. Terminator. Yeah. Skynet. Yeah. You know, I recommend the, the DJI Inspire if you're going to go for really cinematic. But, you know, I can't really justify going for the Phantom over the mav just because of the price point that that came with it okay. um whenever i bought mine now i'm i'm not sure today what the price points are in between the two but the the phantom everybody that i've talked to and who has them they just they seem bulky they don't seem as reliable you may get a little better pixel and, and image quality out of them but you can't pack them up like the 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 dj mavic pro and the pro 2 Man, you can, you can pack them up to where they literally can fit in your back pocket unless you wear skinny jeans. Yeah, joking, uh, not aside. The Spark, you can absolutely fit that bad boy in your pocket. But the, the DJI Mavics, like, man, they're, they're, they've got good wingspan. They're very stable, good camera on them, excellent gimbal, easy to use. You can pack them up, put them in your bag. They take up little room and weigh very less and easy to get through airports and everything. Hands down, that'd be the one that I'd go with. To, you know, wrap everything up. Yeah, I think that's something that you should possibly look at adding to your kit. You know, we'll probably have some links below to some of the equipment that we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah, I can link. Uh, I can link some of the drones that we use and and some of the cameras and stuff that we use with ours for everybody to look into. And then you know, see and think about it and look at your budget and see what's a way for me to enhance uh, my craft. But also, uh, one of the things to look at too is. What's a way for me to enhance my craft, but um, to keep it, you know, economically feasible for us, right? You, you, you kind of want to go within your budget with certain things, especially if it's something that's kind of like niche for you. So for me, it would be more of like 
it would fit into a smaller category of the content that I'm developing, but that would probably that would probably make me lean more towards like the first Mavic now mm-hmm. or the Spark. Mm-hmm. But for you, you'd probably want the big gun because you really love drone footage and that's kind of a bigger part of some of the content that you have, right? Yep, starting out with what I started out with, the Maverick was perfect. It was something easy for me to learn with, you know, for me to to get get good experience on. And now that, you know, I've got my sea legs with that and I've learned how to make money with it and all that good stuff. Uh, moving to a bigger and better machine is is obviously the next step. However, saying that, I'm still gonna keep the Mav. Oh yeah. Like it's just you can't travel with the other ones like you can with that one. So it it, it all depends on what you're doing and like he said, what your niche is. If you're a traveler, look for a drone that's easy to travel with. The Inspires are not. Um, if you're if if you're a uh, cinematographer, cin- cin- cinema photographer, cinema excuse me, cinema photographer, you know obviously you want to have something with the best specs on it. All right, well everybody, I think this uh, this concludes it for today. If uh, if y'all want to try to get a hold of us, you can reach us at our IG handles at ben.bailey.85 or yeah, and I am ed.content, e-a-d-d-y.content. Fantastic. We're uh, we're also going to put our email that we've up and going now in the bottom of the the episode here. If you want to shoot us an email with a suggestion or comment for uh, next episode, you can email us at contact b e project or podcast contact b e podcast at gmail dot com. All right, guys. Until the next time, we appreciate y'all listening. Be sure to subscribe, share, like all the good stuff down below, and we'll see y'all on the next one. Thanks, man.